0: Welcome to the Pulp Nostalgia and Old Time Radio Podcast, where usually we bring you old-time radio featuring the writers and characters from the classic pulp magazines. This week, though, we're continuing our plan of featuring Christmas-themed radio episodes all month to celebrate the season. And this week, we're bringing you some holiday humor featuring the legendary Bud Abbott and Lou Costello. It's the 1945 Christmas episode of The Abbott and Costello Show as it aired over NBC on December 20th, 1945, as we listen to Bud and Lou try to plan a Christmas party. And if these holiday treats are getting you in the mood, be sure to check out our collection, Deck the Pulps. This collection of vintage Yuletide stories includes tales of murder and mayhem, but also benevolent ghosts and Christmas redemption. It includes vintage pulp stories from the tattered pages of Popular Detective, Thrilling Detective, Argosy, The Popular Magazine, and more. It's available from Amazon or other bookstores, or direct from Brick Pickle Media. That direct link is in the show notes. This podcast is a Brick Pickle Media production. For more, visit BrickPickleMedia.com. You can find a link to all of our books and our entire online store on the website. And remember, if you like the show, please leave feedback on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. And with that, on with the show. Look,
1: Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters.
2: Abbott and Costello program, starring Bud Abbott and Lou Costello, brought to you by Camel, the cigarette of costly or properly aged tobaccos. The Abbott and Costello program, with the modern rhythm of Will Osborne's orchestra, Iris Adrian, our singing star, Connie Haynes, and spotlighting that chunky, chubby little cherub, who, when caught asking a neighbor lady to take her shoes off because his uncle Artie Stebbins said she had crow's feet, calmly said,
3: I'm not.
1: Well Well, Costello, Where have you been? Why weren't you here fixing up the house for the party tonight? Oh, hey, Abbott, I had to get down to jail to get my landlady out You know, Mrs. Satchel yeah. I had to get her out on bail. What do you She mean? got arrested for shoplifting. They finally caught her. Uh, I thought she mm-hmm. was too smart to get caught. Well, she made a mistake. She stole an alarm clock and hit it in her bustle. Well, how did they catch her? Her bustle went off at a quarter of eight. <laughs>
4: well, never
1: mind your land... Never mind your landlady. Did you send out the invitations for the party? Oh, yeah. I got them right here. Look what it says. What is Lou it? Lou Costello invites you to a Christmas party to be held in his home... B-A-P-O-B. B-A-P-O-B? Yep, yep. You mean R-S-V-P? Oh, no, I mean B-A-P-O-B. Bring a pound of butter.
4: <laughs> oh, boy, what a party
1: I'm going to have. My Aunt May will bring her cranberry sauce. That's her specialty. Aunt Catherine will bring her plum pudding. That's her specialty. And Aunt Eva will bring her 14 children. That's. <laughs> That's a nice family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Never mind your relatives. Look, forget about your relatives for a minute, Lou. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Did you remember to get souvenirs for everybody? Oh, souvenirs. Yes. Yeah, I'm having favors for the girls. At 12 o'clock, I'm going to turn the lights off. Oh, yeah. Any favors for the men? What do you call turning the lights off? Uh, Look, Costello, who did you invite besides your relatives? Oh, a lot of movie stars. And I invited Lana Turner. And she kissed me. I don't turn to kiss you. The smoke isn't coming out of my ears for nothing. <laughs> well, Come How about the tree? Yeah, did you get a tree? Hmm? Did you get a tree? Oh, did I get a tree? Yes. I got the biggest Christmas tree you ever right. saw. But... well... I just got through putting it in the living room. You did? Why that tree! It's six feet higher than the ceiling. Well, it's a shame to have to cut the top off. That's the way I felt about it, too. Sure, sure. So I cut a hole in the ceiling. I have? <laughs> you cut a hole in the ceiling of our, our living room? Yeah, this will be the first Christmas we ever had a tree in <laughs> our uh, bathroom. <back> room. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> well, what kind of a tree did you get? Is it a fir? Oh, yes. It's one of those... What did you say? I said, did you get a fur? No, I got a tree. Uh, oh, stop this silliness. I, I want to see your fur. See my fur? Certainly. What am I, a silver fox? No. no, no please, tell me. I'm not talking about uh, fur, F U R. The fur I mean has an eye in it. Oh, the fur has an eye in it? Yes. Just one eye? Uh, certainly, that's just why. One eye in fur. Must be I, J. Fox. No, 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 look. i Stand still when I'm talking to you. Yes, sir. I'm talking about a fur tree. Mm-hmm. Now, will you quit talking about the fur with you in it? You doesn't belong in the kind of fur I'm talking about. I doesn't belong in that kind of fur? Oh, yes. I belongs in it. But uh, you doesn't. So why should you belong in fur if I doesn't? I happen to look better in fur than you do. I'm prettier you. I'm than you.
4: I'm cuter than you. No, no, no remarks.
1: No remarks. remark, no remark. you bad boy Never mind I'm trying to find out what kind of a Christmas tree you got Look, wait a minute, here, I've got it What kind of bark did it have? What kind of bark? Yes, uh, didn't you notice the uh, tree bark? <laughs> no, I have my son No, 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 no. Bark, bark, bark Oh, bark
4: Yes
1: No, 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 no. <laughs> The bark of the tree is the outer coat Did the uh, tree have a rough coat? Oh, but the girl who sold to me had on a smooth sweater. No. And <laughs> uh, no time, no time for singing, please. Uh, the bark is the coat. Yeah, you find on the trunk of a fir tree. A tree has a trunk? Oh, of course. That must be where he keeps his coat and fur. No, Costello. I'm going to try to explain it to you. No, All Christmas trees belong to the pine family. Oh no, they don't. No, oh, this yes. Christmas tree belongs to me, brother. No, no, wait a Let the pine family get the wrong tree. <laughs> I don't think you know anything about trees Who don't? You don't I do I make my own trees Did you seed them yourself? Did I seed them? Yes, yes, I ask you Did you seed your own trees? Yes, I seed them every day and I seed them this morning I seed them last night You can come over and seed them oh, anytime you want on. How can I seed them when you seeded them first? Look, Evan What have I got in front of my house? Uh, trees Did you seed them? No Did I seed them? Yes in other words, you looked at my thieves, but you didn't see them. Uh, that's right. <laughs> Let me smell your breath. <laughs> oh, I don't know why I spent time with you. I was trying to tell you about the pine. <laughs> uh, we get tar from pine. We get what? A tar. Tar. Haven't you ever heard of pine tar? No, but I heard of a tree tar. Tree tar? Yeah. Clang, clang, clang like the tree tar. Clang, clang, clang like the tree tar. Yeah.
2: A Christmas present to her Camel fans, lovely Connie Haynes repeats the song she helped make so popular.
5: With my high starch collar and my high-top shoes and my hair up high up on my head, I went to lose a jolly out upon the trolley and lost my heart instead. With his light nice, brown, dirty, and his bright green tie, he was quite the handsomest of men. Start it again, so count it to ten then I count it to ten again. I clang, clang, clang went the folly. Ding, ding, ding went the bell. I feel the car change He dipped his hat And took a seat He said he hoped he hadn't Stepped upon my face He asked my name I held my breath. I couldn't speak because he scared me Half the day Buzz, buzz, buzz Went the buzzer Flop, flop, flop Went the wheel Stop, stop, stop Went my heart As he started to I took hold of his sleeve with my
4: hand.
2: Connie, I can't think of anything quite as pleasant as your voice. Except perhaps the smoke of camels on my T-zone. The T-zone. T for taste, T for throat. The zone where smokers test the smoke of any cigarette. Right. It's with his own T-zone that each smoker must judge a cigarette. How the first cigarette of the morning tastes on your tongue. How even the last cigarette of the day feels to your throat. Only your T-zone can tell. That's how millions of smokers, forced to try many different brands when cigarettes were scarce, learned how good a camel is. And that's why more smokers prefer camels today than ever before. For camels are the choice of experience. Costello, what did we have to come downtown for?
1: Oh, i got to get some more spaghetti, Abbott, so I can finish trimming my Christmas tree. I couldn't find any tinsel this year, so I'm trimming a tree with spaghetti. And boy, does it look beautiful.
2: Oh, what's beautiful about trimming a tree with spaghetti.
1: Every time I plug it in, the meatballs light up. There you go.
4: There
1: you go. with that silliness again. <laughs> hey, Abbott, look who's in the car. It's that movie actress, Bethy May Mucho. Hello, Miss Mucho! Hello, boys. Gee, yes, I'm glad I saw you. I want to invite you to my Christmas party tonight, Miss Mucho. Oh, I'm very sorry, but I have to go
3: down to Los Angeles. I'm having a dinner party at the Ambassador Hotel.
1: <laughs> the Ambassador Hotel? Oh, sure, Abbott. You know where the Ambassador is. That's the home of the Cuckoo Nut Groove. <laughs>
3: Oh, it's going to be a thrilling dinner. Yeah. We're going to have crab, Louis, and steamed clams.
1: <laughs> clams? Yes. Don't you just adore clams? No, I'd rather have a plate of Freud oysters. <laughs> well, I must be see dawdling along. I beg your pardon? I must be see dawdling along. Well, oh, we will say. For some time. I sure knock off those Spanish words, don't I? Well, that's one turn down for your party. I don't care, Rabbit. I don't care if she don't want to come. Well. Here comes my girlfriend, Lena Gensler. She'll come to my party tonight. She's madly in love with me.
4: Ah,
5: there you are, you sawed-off Boris Karloff. (laughs) Standing on street corners, flirting with girls.
1: I wasn't flirting with any girls, Lena. I'm (laughs) saving myself for you
5: so for saving so much. <laughs> I've got a bone to pick with you. I put some of that perfume you gave me on my hair.
1: Wait a minute. I think it has a nice golden tint. Uh, what is it? Chanel number 5? No. Temp number 7.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
1: all is... and all. <laughs> you little worm. Please, Lena, let's be friends. I'd never desert you. I'd stand by you. I'm as solid as the rock of Gibraltar.
5: I can <laughs> believe that. You're sticking out in the Mediterranean. <laughs>
1: look, Helena, don't talk like that. I was just going to ask you to come to my Christmas party tonight.
5: Are you kidding? I'm going out with Van Johnson tonight.
1: Oh, Van Johnson. You always talk about Van Johnson. <laughs> Take away his blonde curly hair and what do you got left?
5: I don't know, but you can deliver it to my house in the morning. <laughs> Goodbye. Well, there's number two that ain't going to come to my party tonight.
1: Hey, Godzilla, look. Isn't that Mrs. Niles getting off the streetcar?
3: Oh, hello, Mr. Abbott. Do you always stand on street corners leaning on a trash can? Oh, that's Costello. I didn't recognize him.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
3: he, he looks like the third day
1: of the last weekend.
3: You know,
1: I wish you hadn't have said that, Mrs. Niles? I was going to thank you for that beautiful Christmas card I got this morning.
3: Oh, it really was nothing. It was merely a picture of me
1: smiling. I know it, but how did you get your teeth to spell out Merry Christmas?
4: <laughs> uh, now, please. Now,
1: stop that. Our Mrs. Niles won't come to your party.
3: I wouldn't come to his party anyway. I always went around with younger people. It helps me to keep young. Oh, in fact, I dread to think of life at
1: 70.
4: Why? What happened then? <laughs> Goodbye.
1: Well, it looks like you're not going to have anybody. That's the third turndown you've had. I don't care, Rabbit. Uh, Let's go home. I'm going to call up some of my other friends. I'll get somebody to come. Here, come on. Let's grab this cab. Tabby, drive us to North Hollywood. North Hollywood? What's the matter with Glendale? There's nothing wrong with Glendale. I don't live there. Oh, Glendale ain't good enough for you, huh? Go on, go on, Costello. Say it. Glendale is a one-horse town. Glendale ain't a one-horse town. Oh, then why did I lose my job with the city street department? Go on. Go on, don't stand there. Say it. Say, tell people I'm not a citizen of Glendale. Go on, say I never even voted. You voted. You voted. You voted. Three times, huh? Go on, start a rumor. Tell everybody I got paid when I voted. Malinhead, you didn't get a cent for voting. Oh, the six dollars they gave me was for a dog life. Oh, now I'm a dog, huh? Tell everybody I'm a dog. Throw me a piece of liver. I wouldn't throw you my liver. What's the matter with your liver? All right, you tell me what's wrong with my liver. Get a load of this punk. Now he wants me to go to school for four years, study day and night to be a doctor, just so I can tell him what's wrong with his liver. I Score.
2: Oh, you want me to be a moron like you?
1: <laughs> please,
2: please, fellows, this is, this is the Christmas season. Remember, peace on Earth. Yeah,
1: melonhead, why do you have to pick on me like this? Yes, Melonhead, haven't you ever heard of
2: the expression turn the other cheek? Boys, you're right. I feel sorry for everything I said here tonight, and I I'd like to
1: turn the other cheek so I can feel the humility. Costello, will you please slap me? You mean that? Yes. You mean? Oh, I slapped you before I should, didn't <laughs> I? Okay. Now, now, slap the other cheek. Here. Are you kidding? Oh. Hey, yes. thanks, Costello. You know, nobody would ever believe that Melonhead would turn the other cheek. Costello? Yes. Will you please write down on this paper here that I did? Oh, sure. Sure. I, Luke Costello, slapped Melonhead on both cheeks. There you are. I suppose you're gonna show this to all your friends. No. I'm gonna show it to my lawyer. I'll, I'll sue he... you for assault. <laughs> I'll sue you for battery. Get me a <laughs> lawyer.
4: Get me a judge and a jury. I'll fix you. Get me out of here! <laughs>
2: 5 century for the wisdom of Ethan. Experience is the best teacher. Yes, experience is the best teacher. When cigarettes were scarce, most smokers took what they could get. One day one brand, another day some other brand. What did that experience teach? Well, actions speak louder than words. Yes, actions speak louder than words. The actions of smokers today speak louder than any words about any cigarette. For after more experience with different brands than ever before, more smokers are asking for camels than ever before. C-A-F-E-L-S Camels are the choice, for experience is the best teacher. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way Oh, what fun to ride one more cup and Oh, jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way oh, what fun is to ride oh, Well, Costello, it's 12 midnight. Not a soul has shown up for your party.
1: I can't understand it. I don't know. Nobody showed up for my party at all. I thought my girlfriend Lena would surely show up.
2: Yes. It's a shame that you aren't going to to get to kiss her under the mistletoe. The what? The mistletoe.
1: Didn't you ever kiss a girl under the mistletoe? No, I always kiss them under the nose. (laughs) Well, it looks like nobody's going to kiss you tonight. Yes, Abbott. All my friends have deserted me. I'm just a failure. Ah, no,
2: you're not, Costello. You're a big success.
1: No, Abbott, I'm just a complete flop. No, you're not, Costello. You're a great guy. No, Abbott, I'm just a sort-off little ugly-looking dope. Well, don't stand there. Argue with me. (laughs) Oh, stop this, Costello, please. I'm going to bed, Abbott. Good night. Wait
2: a minute. Aren't you uh, going to hang up your stockings?
1: No. Santa Claus won't even come here. Now, that's wrong, Costello. Santa Claus loves everybody. He doesn't love me, Abbott. He don't. Santa Claus has never come to my house on Christmas since I was seven years old. I was a smart aleck little kid in those days, just like some boys and girls are today. I went around saying I didn't believe in Santa Claus. If a kid come up and said he'd in Santa Claus, I used to say, "Ah, oh, you're nothing but a sissy. There ain't no Santa Claus. That's your father. But now I realize how wrong I was. I want to tell all the little boys and girls what happened to me. Let's all be children again. Let me take you back to Christmas Eve some 20 years ago. I'd been out all day playing with my friends, Chowderhead Abbott and Skinny Niles. It was a beautiful Christmas Eve. Snow was falling. And you could see the lights on the Christmas trees and all the houses. Christmas. Like
3: the one we used to know. Louis! Louis Costello! Coming, Mother! <laughs> <laughs> no. Louis
1: Costello, stop choking that cat! No, no. I'm not choking it, Ma. I'm trying to get the money out.
3: Well, there's no money in that cat.
1: Oh, uh, yes, there is. Last night when Papa Stan Puck, I heard him say, everybody put money in a kitty. <laughs> oh,
4: that's
1: well, That's for your father now. No, that was kind of a sneaky knock. Probably the ice Man. Oh, never mind the door. I'll see who it is. You go wash your dirty face. Come oh, Ma, why can't I just go up and, 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 and cover the dirt with powder like you do?
4: Very <laughs> good, <laughs>
3: Oh, American, Why, it's the little Abbott boy and the Niles boy.
1: Uh, we came over to tell you what Louie did. He came over to my house and asked my mother to bend her head down so he could see her horns. You snitcher. <laughs> Why? Why, Louie tell
3: you naughty boy. What ever made you think that Mrs. Abbott had horns?
1: I heard you say that when she got dressed up, she looked like the devil. <laughs> yeah, then he don't. He did either, Miss Costello. Louie said my mother keeps the cat in the icebox. Why, Mrs. Niles does not keep a cat in her icebox. Why does everybody say she's got a frozen push?
3: You <laughs> <laughs> children, stop this arguing. And,
1: Louie, you get ready for bed right away.
3: Santa Claus may be coming along, and it is now. Good night.
2: Gee, I can hardly wait till Santa Claus gets here.
3: Gee, listen,
2: Kenny. I-,
3: I hear sleigh bells.
2: Yeah, and I can hear him walking around on the roof. He's getting ready to come down the chimney. <laughs> I did Uh, Do you realize that you gave me a hot foot?
1: That isn't the way I planned it
2: (laughs) Well, I'm sorry I'm late, boys But I had to stop off at Betty Grable's house
1: Why did you have to stop off there, Santa? After spending a year up there in the cold north He's got to thaw out someplace (laughs) Quiet, Louis. Gee, Santa Claus, I I hope you brung us kids some nice presents Oh,
2: yes, yes, I did I brought some nice presents for you, Buddy Abbott, and you, Kenny Niles. But as for you, Louie Costello, you've been a bad boy. You hear?
1: A bad boy. Katie Claus, did you have lamb chops for dinner? <laughs> yes.
2: I'll take care of you later, Louie. Here, Kenny and Buddy, here are your presents. Now run along home like good little boys. Gee, oh, thanks, Banner. Yes. That's
4: all good right. Good night, Good night. Santa. Good night, Good night. Boy. Good night. <laughs>
2: Now, Louis Costello, I want to show you all the black marks I've got down here against you and my book. Now, here's a report from your Sunday school teacher. She tells me you put fly paper in all the pews last Sunday. That you put a cat in the pipe organ, that you put Limburger cheese behind all the radiators, and then you put a cap from a Coca-Cola bottle in the collection box and took out fifteen cents cake. <laughs> now, what do you say to that?
1: I'm a busy little bee, ain't I? Oh, silent.
2: You haven't heard the words. I see that a few years ago, you flirted with a little girl in school. Is that true?
1: I'm afraid it is.
2: And is it true that you gave
1: her your class pin? What class pin? I was only two years old. I gave it the only pin I had. All right, all right. Let let the whole thing drop. That's what happened.
2: And finally, Louis, the biggest black mark against you is that you've got a book under your
1: mattress. Yes, Santa Claus, it's only a book about how to make tea the right color.
2: How to make tea the right color? What's the name of it?
1: Forever Amber.
2: <laughs> well, I guess that settles it, Louis. I'm afraid there's nothing I can leave you for Christmas.
1: Nothing? You mean just plain zero? <laughs>
2: yes, that's right, Louis. Maybe someday, when you've learned to behave yourself, I may come back again. Well, good night.
1: Gee. I guess I'm just the kind of a boy my mother don't want me to associate with. (laughs) Nobody likes me. Even Santa Claus can't stand me. Buddy Abbott and Kenny Niles both got presents, but I didn't get nothing. I'm going to write a letter to my mom and my pop, and then I'm going to run away from here. Dear mom and pop, when you read this, I will be thousands of miles away. Don't ever look for me because you're not going to find me. I'm never coming back. Maybe someday when I'm old, about 11 or 12. After I make a million dollars, I'll come home and I'll buy a, a nice new dress, Mom. And I'll give Pop a new pair of overalls. That's what he calls his happy clothes. Please take the fleas out of my flea circus and put them back on the dog so they won't get homesick. And don't forget to feed my little pet skunk twice a day. There's a pin hanging by his cage. I love you, Mom and Pop, but this is the best way out. Your loving son, Louis Costello. Boys and girls, girls, that happened over 20 years ago, and Santa Claus has never come back to see me to this day. Please, kiddies, take a lesson from me and be good, boys and girls, so that next Monday night, Christmas Eve, you won't be waiting for Santa Claus that didn't come like I've been waiting for all these years?
2: Oh, come, Lou. I guess we'd better go to bed.
1: <laughs> well, look! Hey, Abbott! What? It's Lena! And Connie Hayes! Uh, and it's head? And Ken Iles. Oh, boy! You all came to my party! Yes, yes, and I'm here, too, Louis. Santa Claus! You finally came, and you even brought your horse with you.
3: What horse? It's me! <laughs>
1: me, Mrs. Niles. Gee, I didn't dream that anything like this was going to happen. I thought that nobody cared about me anymore. I was dreaming of a slight Christmas. I thought my friends had passed me by.
2: Why, you know, Costello.
5: That
4: you're one fellow that we all think is <laughs>
2: You are loved by both the kids and old folks though you have whiskers on your
4: jokes <laughs> may your life
2: Camel Cigarettes in just a moment. And now, this week's salute in a new series of salutes to the men who won the victory. Tonight, we salute the 66th, the Black Panther Division, heroes of Lorient Saint-Nazel and the Army of Occupation. In your honor, men of the Black Panther Division, the makers of camels are sending to other servicemen still overseas, 500,000 Camel Cigarettes. (laughs) radio shows thus honors the different units of the Army, Navy, Marines, and Coast Guard. A total of a million camels sent free each week. Camel broadcasts go out to the United States twice a week. Are rebroadcast to practically every area in the world where our men are stationed and to our good neighbors in Central and South America. And now, here are Bud and Lou with the final word.
1: Uh, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, wait a minute. I, I, uh, hey, Adam, wait
4: right.
1: I don't see that guy here that always yells, no, no, not that. Oh, I'm here, Costello. Uh-oh. I didn't want to spoil Uh-oh. the Christmas spirit on your show tonight. Oh, that's awfully sweet of you. I also want to thank you for that lovely present you sent me. That's Mm -hmm. the best game I ever played. Game? I didn't send you any game. I sent you an autographed picture of myself. How do you like that? My wife and I sat up all night trying to pin a tail on it. (laughs) Good night, folks. A Merry Christmas to everybody. Yes, Merry Christmas to everybody. And don't forget to buy another Victory bond at your local theater. Merry Christmas to everybody in Patterson, New Jersey. Be sure to tune in next
2: week for another great Abbott and Gus show brought to you by Camel Cigarettes. And remember, try camels in your T-zone. See if they don't suit your taste, your throat, to a T. Just four more days till Christmas. Are there still any blanks on your gift list? If you know a pipe smoker, here's a grand answer. The colorful Christmas tin of Prince Albert tobacco. It holds a full pound, 400 pipefuls of the world's most popular pipe tobacco. The tobacco that's crimp cut for slow, cool burning. The tobacco that's processed to remove bite and sting before it's packed. And you won't have to shop around for that rest. You'll find the Christmas tin of Prince Albert most everywhere tobacco is sold. And be sure on Saturday night to tune in the Great Prince Albert radio show, Grand Ole Opry, Coast to Coast on NBC. The and Costello Show for Campbell Cigarettes will be back at the very same time next week. Don't miss it. This is Ken Niles in Hollywood wishing you all a pleasant
4: Good night. <laughs>